Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Inspired for Action podcast. Today's episode is all about the three ways I organically grew my email list in 2019 and what I have planned for 2020. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to the Inspired for Action podcast. I'm Amanda Genther, and I'm here to share inspiring stories of online entrepreneurs who are killing it in their business and having fun at the same time. I want to prove that there's no one right way to market your business and sell your offers online. There's only the way that feels good for you and that works for your audience. I'll be getting down and dirty with my fellow online entrepreneurs to share step-by-step stories on how they created, launched, and sold their offers online. It's time to step out of fear and into action. Okay, so I could preach all day about the importance of starting an email list. I am so thankful that I listened to my mentors back in what, like 2012 and started my email list soon after I went full-time in my business. But just saying start an email list is one thing. And actually starting one and getting people to voluntarily hand over their email address is a completely different thing. So how do you actually find people for your email list and how do you grow your email list without paying for ads? Before I share the top three ways that I grew my email list in 2019, I first want to invite you to a brand new free training that I'm hosting next week all about the best ways to grow a quality email list in 2020. This workshop is perfect for you if you have an email list started, but you are spinning your wheels trying to fill it with engaged subscribers who are ready and excited to work with you. So we're going to be talking about how top creators are growing quality email lists that help them earn a full-time living online, the real reason that some lead magnets don't convert and how to make yours convert like crazy and how to choose the strategies that play to your strengths so that you can avoid overwhelm and see quality growth fast. I'm really excited to dive into all of this with you guys. The workshop is happening on Thursday, February 6th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To save your seat, go to amandagenther.com forward slash list building. All right, let's get into it. These are the top three ways that I grew my email list in 2019. So way number one was I participated in a giveaway. So I was approached by Elle Druin from Styled Stock Society to join her for her birthday giveaway where she was going to give away a bundle of resources for female entrepreneurs. So we were each required to provide a free gift towards the bundle and to share about it at least once with our social media followers and our email list. And the reason that this was such a great list building opportunity was because the free gift that we provided was actually set up behind an opt-in form. So anyone who actually wanted to access the free gift would need to sign up for it and we would get their email address. So there were also three other girls who were participating and sharing it with their audience, which meant that it was a great opportunity to get in front of other people's audiences, which if you have not heard me say it before, listen up, getting in front of other people's audiences is the best way to grow your email list fast hands down. So I absolutely loved joining this giveaway. It actually brought in over a thousand new subscribers for me. So it was by far the best thing that I had done in 
2019. And I will gladly join into more of these types of giveaways before. I've actually never been a part of one that was set up like this where you had to actually opt in for the gift. It was usually the person who was running the giveaway got to access all of the people who were signing up, but that wasn't shared with everybody else. The only way that we got in front of other people's that audience was by just gifting that resource and hoping that they came over to our site. So I really loved how Elle set up this giveaway and definitely interested in doing more of these in 2020. All right, so uh, the second way that I grew my list organically in 2019 was I participated in two virtual summits. So in 2019, I did two virtual summits, uh, both the Rebel Boss Summit and the Opt-in Party Summit. So both summits were very similar as far as what I was actually required to do. I needed to provide a 30-minute free training, and I needed to share the summit with my email list and social media followers at least once. So if you have never participated in a virtual summit before, these are great list-building opportunities because you can offer the summit attendees a free gift that they need to opt in for. So say that your top topic, one of them that I did, was called, my training was called From Subscriber to Buyer, and it was teaching people how to create a welcome sequence that nurtures your new subscribers into actually purchasing your offers. And with that, what I did was I gave away a free gift that they needed to opt in for, and it was the actual welcome sequence email templates. So it was directly related to what my topic was about. It was super enticing because everybody loves templates. And that was the way that I got people from the summit over to my email list. Because again, with the virtual summit, those email addresses stay with the actual virtual summit host. That is not how we are growing our email list by participating. The way that we grow our email list when we participate in a virtual summit is by offering that free gift that people have to opt in for. I also take it one step further and I add a tripwire offer to the other side of my free gift to not only grow my email list, but also generate a little bit of revenue from the summit as well, because I am taking time to create this training. And it's not your, these are like no fluff videos. You need to really be packing these with good information, a really good training that is worthwhile. And that's just going to speak so much for you and the value that you bring. And that right there, like if you can provide so much value in your free training, that right there is going to get people to come over and check you out and learn more about you, follow you on Instagram or whatever it is. So the great thing about virtual summits though is you have anywhere from like 10 to 30 speakers who are all sharing the summit with their audience, which again is a great way for you to get in front of their audience for free. So just make sure that you have a juicy training title, deliver a great training, and you will maximize the number of people signing up for that free gift that you're offering. So each of these summits brought in around 200 new subscribers for me, and they also generated an extra, I think it was around like $2,000 in revenue from a $47 a digital product. So both of those were were good successes in my eyes. I was able to continue nurturing those new subscribers and eventually either weed out the ones that weren't a great fit for my offers or nurture them into purchasing my offers. So I'm definitely looking forward to doing more summits in 2020. 
The third thing that I did in 2019 that organically grew my email list was I launched a free mini course. So when I relaunched my irresistible sales page course in November of 2019, I wanted to try out a new lead gen idea. I was kind of sick of the just the the typical PDF roadmap style lead magnet. I wanted to try something new and different. I had never done a mini course before. So I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. Let's try this out. So I decided to create a free mini course. And the goal of this was just to prime my audience before I open the cart for my course. So I created the sales page success secrets mini course. And actually this course was built off of a freebie, one of my most popular freebies that I've ever launched back. I my God, like 2016. What I did was I took that freebie, that PDF that I had created and gave away for free. And I turned that into 10 little like mini videos, which created the mini course that I launched. So this was a a great way to not only build my email list, but to also, it did a really good job of funneling these new mini course customers into joining the masterclass that I was doing to launching my signature course. So the topics were perfectly aligned and I and when I went back to look at how many of my new students that I had enrolled during that November 2019 launch had also went through the mini course prior to signing up. It was around 74%. So I consider that a huge success. And I'll definitely be thinking of how I can tie mini courses into more of my launches in the future. So I haven't actually done too much to promote this mini course outside of my own audience yet, but it's something that I'm going to be doing more of once I get an evergreen funnel set up for my irresistible sales page course. So that is in the works. So those are the three ways that I was able to organically grow my email list in 2019 that I wanted to share with you. And now I want to kind of shift gears and talk about what I'm planning for 2020 because truth be told, I did not do much of my own email list promotions during 2019. I really relied on getting in front of other people's audiences rather than putting a lot of effort in on my own stuff. So 2020 is totally different. So first and foremost, the first thing that I'm planning on doing is hosting a live workshop. So I'm going to be hosting a live workshop in February or March of this year that will be both a list builder and a revenue generator. I've never hosted a live workshop in this way before. So I'm really excited to play around with the format and just see what happens. But one of the main reasons that I want to host a live workshop is to test out a few ideas I have for future offers. So hosting a workshop first is going to give me a good idea of how interested people are in the topic before I spend a ton of time creating something new. Also hosting this live workshop is giving me an opportunity to talk about something that I don't necessarily want to create a larger offer for. So creating just a small live mini workshop is going to help my audience solve a specific problem, but I don't necessarily need to now go and create a larger course to fully solve the problem. I'm just getting them over that one small little problem that they have and helping them solve that. So that's also why I am creating a live workshop this year. So the strategy behind the workshop is something that I'm still working on, but I'm definitely planning on doing something a little bit differently because I'd like to eventually sell the workshop recording in the future and have it become a part of my offer suite. 
The second thing that I am planning on doing in 2020 is hosting a free challenge. So I've never hosted a challenge and I really want to give it a shot. This is kind of the year, as you can tell, of just like trying new things and and seeing what works. So I think challenges are a great way to bring a group of people together to hyper-focus on one specific outcome. And a challenge also has a much higher perceived value than say just like a PDF. So you're going to attract more people to a challenge than you would a PDF. It does take a little more commitment, but I feel like you get better, more qualified people rather than just like freebie seekers who are just going to download the PDF and then let it collect dust in their inbox. So right now I'm just kind of taking notes when I see someone else hosting a challenge, doing something a little bit differently. And I think it's important just to like mix it up a little bit and find a way to put your own spin on everything you do. So that's what I'm focused on now. It's not my priority at the moment. The workshop is actually my priority at the moment, but hosting a free challenge is definitely something that I'm planning on doing in either Q2 or Q3 of 2020. The third thing that I am looking forward to doing in 2020 is I want to participate in at least three summits. So the summits that I participated in last year were great list builders and added a little bit of revenue to that month. So I'm definitely looking to participate in a few more this year. I have a goal set for three, but I'm hoping to do doing more if they're a good fit, right audience, all that kind of stuff. So just putting that out into the universe. If you have a summit and if you'd like me to be on it, email me. <laughs> so the great thing is that now that I have a few like training videos done, created from either like past summits or trainings that I've done inside of my membership, I can easily repurpose each of those for the different summits. So it takes a lot less time on my end to prepare. So I am looking forward to doing more summits in 2020. And the fourth thing and the last thing that I am planning on for 2020 is I have a goal to be a guest on 10 podcasts. So I was really focused on starting and growing my own podcast in 2019. So I didn't really put a lot of effort into being a guest on other people's podcasts. So unless someone like directly reached out and asked me if I'd be a guest on their podcast or I had set up a podcast swap with one of my guests, I wasn't doing anything outside of that to actually get on other podcasts. So this year I have a goal to be on 10 podcasts. I think podcasts are a great opportunity to get in front of new audiences and like share your knowledge, offer a free gift to listeners, and get them over to your email list. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. Again, you got a podcast, you want me to be a speaker, put it out into the universe. I would love to hear more about your podcast. (laughs) All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoyed this dive into what worked for me in 2019 and what I'm planning for 2020. And I hope it sparked a few ideas for you. All right. I will see you guys in the next episode. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you really quick for sticking around and listening all the way till the end. If you need them, we've got all the links for this episode in the show notes, which you can find over at amandagenther.com forward slash podcast. And if you really enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show so that you get new episodes downloaded as soon as they come out. And if you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating or review. Your reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast worth listening to, which can help me and my guests reach more people and in turn help more online businesses. So that's it for today. I'll be back soon with a brand new episode. But until then, it's time to get back to work and take some action.